0: Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs and if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business then this is for you. And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same.
1: Welcome everybody, it's Annalina. Welcome to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast and today I have again a very special guest with me. Her name is Ellen Catherine Shamalov and she's an Ascension teacher, divine healer, transformational speaker, sound bath practitioner and the pioneer of the quantum enlightenment system. And Ellen is here in service to accelerate mission-driven healers and light workers, so they can rise into their next level self as a powerful leader and change maker. And she's on a mission to uplift the vibration of humanity, reveal spiritual truth and wisdom, and expand global consciousness. I love that. And Ellen's goal is to help you to stop the cycle of misery from the constraints of emotional burdens and karma, so that you can create a life where abundance. Freedom and happiness is the norm, so beautiful, so welcome, Alan. I'm so happy.
2: Thank you. Here. Thank you so much. yeah, I'm excited to share this message. Um, it's been coming strong and and uh, I feel like right now humanity is definitely ready to
1: accept it and to up level on every level. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all about those kind of things, as you know. and I would love to hear from you, like how did you embark on this path? Of really becoming a spiritual healer? Uh, Well, you know, obviously a lot of it comes from
2: my own journey. Um, We always have our own emotional things or something that causes us to suffer, I'm going to say, in order for us to get on this path. Uh, For me, I think, you know, the important part is that it started off when I was a child. Um, I've always had like conversations i guess with angels and god and i would always have like these moments where i knew that spirits were around me it, i always felt it i never saw them but i always felt it and then, you know as i got a little bit older in, in my um toddler years i started to feel them and I went to the point where I should see one. And that scared me. And I had no one to talk to. So I really had to shut it down. And ever since then, I think that shutting down and on top of all the experiences I had caused so much anger to build up that later in life it started coming out. And the anger worsened when I got married. Mm-hmm. And um, I think the ultimate thing was, you know, my husband was a catalyst for me. He um he came into my in my life when I was becoming more holistic and he was also holistic and it was a very divine way that we met. It was the first time that we met, he messaged me on some dating app and I was like, yeah, if it's meant to be, he'll come back. And I closed my laptop. And then a year and a half later, he literally came back into my life in this time on Facebook. Wow. And I thought, wow, like this, this is definitely divine. Um, And so he was my catalyst because he used to watch a lot of different types of shows on YouTube, like Spirit Science, that were all about, you know, the truth about who we are, why we're here and all this stuff, Um, all spiritual things. And that just kind of woke everything up. So one day I was in the shower and I'm getting all this information coming through and I'm thinking, what the hell? Where is this coming from? And I even had to Google it because I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't understand. Was it true? Was it just my mind making things up? And that's, that's truly how it happened um, through our meeting. And then um, we made a promise that we would always better ourselves, heal. And when we were in the marriage, you know, because of all our fights, because of the anger and everything that started, um, we kind of went down that healing path together And that's it. That's how it started. I remember actually going one time to with him to a spiritual retreat in Florida. And it was like one of the most powerful things for me, because that's where I learned about the seven life lessons. And that's where I remember saying to myself, when I come home, I'm going to be teaching people about this because I was literally in a bliss state. And I just felt so amazing. And I say, everybody has to feel this.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love that. No. And I love that you as a couple, you know, because. I really believe that's what conscious relationships are about, right? Where we, it's not always going to be red roses every day, right? Like we get triggered, and I believe our really good partner, we can move through those triggers together and keep healing together, right? That's the whole, I think, purpose of relationships. So now you mentioned something. This, I think, it was the seven ascension lessons. Is that, is that what it was? So would he, you he taught it. Him? Would yeah, him? he taught it as the seven life lessons, but I. I literally
2: had to embody it in my own life in order for me to understand how it played out. Mm-hmm. I even did a whole podcast on it, so i i I realized that to me they're the ascension lessons because it's it's once you can they all work in, together so it's not like it's they're, they're different themes right there're different things in life can cause you to have those types of experiences or lessons behind them and um I realized that the importance of it because when I started seeing it in my own life, I noticed that they were all kind of working together to create this bliss state. <laughs> so let's say um, the seven are judgment, control, identity, forgiveness, separation, unconditional love and uh, divine guidance. Mm. Yeah. And each one is each one has about a set of three or four, let's say three to five emotions attached to them. Mm-hmm. And that's typically what I teach people is when you are in a certain situation or experiencing something, um, feel what emotion is coming up. And according to that type of emotion, you can tell that this is the lesson that you're working with.
0: Mm-hmm
1: so like if if I have anger come up, it may be because of I mean one of those lessons you're basically saying, and it's important for us to feel them right Anger is control yeah i i, I was gonna say but I wasn't sure because <laughs> <So. laughs> i i can I can relate to that, yeah, when we can control something, we get angry, right, Over- yes, control too, yeah,
2: yes, exactly, um, so typically, you know. It's it's hard to to really I, I don't like to say that you have to feel everything mm-hmm. um to that extent. And I'll tell you why. Uh some you know, when I was on my own journey to finding the answers to try to understand um what was really going on, I kept hearing all these things from all these people. Oh, you have to change your mindset, oh you have to just be positive, blah, blah, blah. And I just like I kind of felt like something was off with that. And at first I thought it was my ego that was like No, there's something else, you can do better. But when I started to actually hone into what was what was happening, because I was still on my journey, you know, and I'm still new. I didn't understand what what it felt like to really listen to yourself. Um, I kept hearing people talk about how you have to feel all your emotions and you have to go through the pain in order for you to heal. That felt off too. And so I kept on, I kept on going down this rabbit hole of searching. And then finally, one day, um, when this quantum enlightenment system was downloaded, Mm -hmm. uh, it was an aha moment. I thought, oh my God, it's all held in the body. And oh my God, this is an acceleration path. You literally do not need to feel every single thing. I think that we do need to have an understanding of certain things that are really relevant in our lives or feel certain things that are really relevant. And I think that feeling the emotion to understand what lesson it is, but not dwelling on it is important.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. I uh, thank you for bringing this up because I have myself been working a lot with that. And that's what we call it shadow work, right? And actually I had a conversation today um, about this, that, and I've seen this a lot myself and I was there at some point, where you can, yes, we need to feel our emotions. And I feel it's it's beautiful because I have learned myself, I can get so much clarity what this even is. So like, oh yeah, this is because as a child, this and this happened. And it it just gives you this like, oh, okay. But then to actually let it go, right? And to shift then into the gift, into the positive, right? But but like you say, um, we can dwell on it and then we just perpetuate that a little bit and we get into this victim state. So I would love to hear from you what is your negative wisdom to not dwell on it like what what's your what's your tool to kind of like yeah shift out of it get get the get the negative wisdom but then shift it and transform um
2: well you know there's work behind that because a lot of people in the beginning, because our minds are always active with the negative thoughts, where is it coming from? It's coming from the body, the body, the cellular memory record in our body. It holds all the information from past lives, different dimensions, this lifetime, everything. Mm-hmm. So what's happening is those cells are triggering, are triggering signals to the brain to create these negative thought processes. So if you're a beginner, and you're looking to change that, I would say first, you know, find a practitioner that's going to help you to release it from the body because otherwise you're going to be spending hours meditating on how to calm yourself down. And it's, and I, I can speak from experience that it's a very difficult thing to do when you're so angry and so in your emotion and so caught up in it. You will talk about it with your friends, you will talk about it to your family, you will cons- consistently talk about it on in your journal. You're just going to keep harping on it, right? Mm. And the more you do that, the more you're literally creating that situation to keep on occurring and to still be the issue. And so the tool that I use is obviously, number one, clearing it out of your field. I have a light code activation that I provide in my program. I used to give it out for free because, you know, I wanted people to experience it, but it's, it's a pretty, it's pretty powerful when you're Putting in more light into your system because it's literally bringing up all that stuff, the shadow that needs to be released. But if you're if if a person has been in this for a while, I would say that it becomes a little bit easier when you have released things from your body. If your body is not holding on to a lot of these things, and your mind is still triggered and you're still a little triggered with it. Number one, it's a lesson. So having the mindset of understanding this is a lesson for me and just keeping in the back of your head, because when you're really triggered, it's not going to be there, but you have to bring self-awareness in. You have to be strong enough to call in your spirit and say, please let me see the lesson behind this. And what I usually do is I will let myself feel that feeling. I'll let myself get into that space, but I hear wisdom. I hear the witness internally telling me what is going on Mm -hmm. and at that moment when i'm angry i don't want to hear it but i i I take it in Mm -hmm. and then later on i get to the space and say okay now what is this teaching me
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i love that so what i hear you say is basically that yes we still want to feel the emotions but not get sucked up into that but actually have it's our attitude really right that matters where we're like okay this is happening for me what, what is my lesson in here? And to kind of like, I'm, I'm willing to listen. I'm willing to see what I'm currently not seeing that in the depth of the emotions as beautiful.
2: It goes back to what you said, conscious relationships, all of relationships, whether it's marital or not, are all supposed to be conscious relationships. So I think if anything, the first thing that we all need to do is to recognize The truth of why we're here. The truth is we are spiritual beings in a human mask, body suit, like someone else mentioned to me before. Um, And I think reminding yourself on a daily basis that we are literally just spiritual beings. And this is just the game that we're playing is the first step, right? To understanding that we have the ability to be stronger than the emotion, because the emotion is just, it's just the the lesson. It's just something there as the vehicle to change. But if people can really see that, then you've already gotten to the first step. You've already been able to unveil yourself. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like that's a really good point. So can I share a little story? I mean, I'm going to make it short. <laughs> but like, what I have noticed in my in my partnership, for example, like. In the past, you know, you would be like, oh, I get triggered. And then we point the finger at the other person. And now I have come and we have both come to a place where like, okay, we get triggered by something the other person is doing. But then it's like, oh, how interesting. Well, it has nothing to do with you, actually. You didn't do anything wrong. But this made me remind of when I was 15 or I was treated this way or with my mom or with that boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, right? And actually now through the trigger that you gave me. I now have the opportunity to release it, right? So every trigger is a healing opportunity at the end of the day because triggers are such a, I think for the mass consciousness is like, oh, I got triggered. Like they did something wrong. But no, like if we could make triggers the best thing that happened to us, right? Because it really is in a way absolutely absolutely and it goes back to uh, you you know
2: your story is absolutely correct because that's the situation that I had when I was married I mean I'm still married but when in the beginning when we were you know having those fights it was a constant blame game of you did this and not taking responsibility for my own feelings for my own emotions for whatever else was going on he nipped it he was like yeah this is this is your abandonment issue so you go and deal with that (laughs) And that made me more mad because I'm like, who the hell do you think you are to tell me that's abandonment issues? <laughs> I was like, this is you. And, you know, looking back at it now, I'm like, wow, you know what? He was, he was right. He, he was my mirror. And in any relationship we have, they are always going to mirror to us what we need to see. And I think understanding the first part, the spiritual, you know, being, that you're a spiritual being, and then going to the second part, this is always to up level. The first way to up level is to really hone it on the truth of you being a spiritual being, and emotions are not you, and it's just a lesson. And then the second up level is to understand that triggers are there to help us see what need to what we need to work on, and it's another. Hey, thank you for this opportunity for growth. It's it's all levels. It's all ways for us to really get into that that space so that we can heal ourselves and mm-hmm. the healing really does not need to be so hard it does not need to be daunting <laughs> mm-hmm. it can be a little annoying because you know we're always in that on that path but if we come into it every morning and say i am open to be in this grace and ease of space where i can receive the messages and i can receive the lessons you already start your day with that, that openness because the words that we use are so powerful. And so when you open yourself up and you command your body to be able to hold that, you're already inviting that, that experience in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I love that. I can totally, yeah, relate to that a lot. And it's also like if we run away from the triggers or we just blame the person and then we just find another person with a different face where we get the same triggers because it's ours at the end of the day. So, exactly. uh, Exactly. (laughs) So, if you guys are going through a difficult time in a relationship, use it as a, you know, if if you feel in your heart that's the right person for you, go into it. Don't run away from it. It's going to chase us, I think. So, one thing I would love to ask you, because, you know, my podcast is called The Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap. And I used to be in this space, especially, you know, in the coaching space, self development, it's always about improvement and making things better. And you got a quantum leap and fast. And somehow that didn't feel right to me. Right. Because I was, I was totally like a person, like, I want to be successful and achieve and all the things and I love money. And, you know, but then I got a little bit off the track because there's so much taught about how fast it has to be. And I NFL pressure. So. My biggest lesson in life always was, got to slow down. Go you got to slow down. (laughs) And I have experienced through being more in the present moment, slowing down to doing this kind of work you just talked about. Then out of magic, these quantum leaps happen. Like I didn't plan for it. It was just like, oh, wow. And then in hindsight, you see how it happened, right? So I would love to hear. From you, from your perspective, like, what is this quantum leaping we talk about? And is it even possible to quantum leap our healing journey? Or is it all about surrender and letting it unfold in its divine timing? Like, that's a really good question. So I believe that
2: surrender is part of. Surrender is part of control, right? It's part of one of the life lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that quantum leaping—this is what I was mentioning earlier—acceleration for, for me is one of the biggest things uh, because I feel like you know my mission here is to help people to accelerate their healing so that they can quantum leap into what they're meant to do. So I work with light workers, I work with healers, uh, and they're they're the people that are really meant to be in this space right now out there. And so if we take such a long time in our healing journey to, to get to that space, we're making humanity wait on that ultimate healing that we could bring in much quicker. Right. So the, the ultimate thing is working with those people. I feel like uh, because I was, again, this quantum enlightenment system was literally just downloaded into me. So <laughs> and <laughs> and I've it wasn't me. It was just came through me. <laughs> like, because I, I can see all the time how I'm amazed when I see the, when I see the transformations that people are going through. And when I see what it actually does, I'm amazed because I didn't create it. I was just given this beautiful thing to bring out to humanity. And the more I see what it does, the more I'm, just in awe of how beautiful it is. And so I do believe in acceleration.
1: Yeah. Would you, I would love to hear a couple of stories. Would you like to share some, like what you have witnessed?
2: Yeah. So I've, you know, there was an NLP practitioner that I had um, in my case study and she worked on her mindset all the time. And, you know, I, I was actually surprised. I thought when I first got her in the program, but we're going to have maybe three sessions, you know, um, because there, there are different parts that I do in my session. So the first part I thought was her would be just, OK, let's just remove whatever resonance is left over from the, the, the mind and then the emotions. And then we'll upgrade your vessel. And then we'll also have um, upgrading the vessels, like clearing out addictions and anything in that sort of nature. And also allowing the body to build the structures it needs to be more crystalline um, and activate the DNA and so forth. And then the other part is to upload new codes into your divine blueprint so that it can rapidly take you into what you want. You know, you build up the qualities that you need in order for you to become a speaker if you're scared of speaking up and stuff like that. Um, So for her, I thought maybe three sessions. Uh, We actually ended up doing five. (laughs) Um, She was surprised because when first she came in, she thought, I thought I worked on all of this. And when we felt what was actually going in her system, it was not, it was not gone. It was all there. It was all very much there. And she and I were both shocked. And as we started doing it, she could not be any more thankful. She was like, I'm just always in a bliss state. And she messaged me a couple of times and saying, nothing gets to me. I'm like, I wish I had those messages. She says, I'm just in a bliss state. Those are the words she used. I'm always happy. I'm always loving. I, I just have this amazing energy and she started to get really busy in her practice because she was, she was more magnetic. Yeah. So a lot of people were, were coming to her and all her, you know, everything was just opening up for her. There was another, another person that came to me. She was, she was very, very much in her victim mentality. And I, I, Tend to steer away from people who are too attached to their victimhood because I feel like they're not really going to get the most out of this. Mm. But something kept telling me I had to work with her. So I said, okay, fine. Let's see what happens here. You surrendered. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, if they came to me, I know that they're meant to work with me. So I always I'm I'm just open to whoever it comes to me. They're they're meant to hear the message or whatever it is. So she I, I was so surprised after, after the second session, she already started, she told me <clears throat> we started with the blueprints, right? I start anybody off at the blueprint first. I have to see how they're doing, how they can handle it. What is ultimately the situation that's going on. So like I told you in the blueprint, it pokes a little hole. And mm-hmm. so there's a little air that can breathe.
1: Actually, like, cause the listeners may be like, what well, what is the blueprint? Right. So we did a session yesterday. you looked at my so this is based on my my name, right? And some with number and codes, and there's the star and you can probably explain it better, but you could see clearly what's going on for me, right? Yes, yeah, so let me
2: just tell you really quickly about the blueprint because I want to tell you about her story. So the blueprint is basically the opportunity to connect with me where I take your name and i and I convert it into the Hebrew phonetic. It tells me basically what your divine blueprint is. It'll tell me. What your core challenges are, your experiences, challenges, what your divine mission is, what's blocking you from getting there. And ultimately in the blueprint call, we find out what your life lessons or essential lessons you're working with. And so we had the blueprint call with this, with this young lady, and then we had the quantum enlightenment system sessions. So after the second session, she, in, the, in the beginning of the blueprint call, she told me, I have a hard time getting a job. I, you know, my finances, I'm always worried, this and that, all these things. And after the second session, she already started getting multiple job offers. She had three, and she was now in the in the thought process of, oh, I don't know which job I should choose now. <laughs> now, now a new problem. Come, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, this is a good problem to have, right? You get to choose what you want. So that's that's another thing that Or another, I would say, um, success, you know, that we had where she was actually very, um, she was very, she was open to different ways of healing, but she was so much in her victim and she started seeing things so differently. Her perspective changed drastically and she actually became, you know, more successful because she got a job that she wanted and that paid her more. Hmm. Another success would be, you know, someone who had addictions. I had someone who was always eating chocolate and drinking Pepsi, Pepsi is probably the worst thing you can drink. Um, And we, when, you know, we did our sessions, she told me that now she actually doesn't even want Pepsi anymore. Hmm. She doesn't crave chocolate. Um, And, you know, everybody in the sessions that had you know, when you have the vessel upgrade, you're, you're basically taking out all those types of things that you probably should not be putting in your body, <laughs> uh, you know, like cheese, gluten, things like that, they change their diet drastically and they're not even craving these things anymore. They're actually so averted to it that all they want is to put good, healthy things in their, in their system. And it allows their light to flow better. But yeah, so, you know, I've had a lot of other success stories, but we could be on here for a long
1: time yeah, talking no, about it. Well, I'd love to hear it, you know, because I, I saw it all as, as a health coach and what we work on with people's changing their habits. And one of the reasons why I went into more of the spiritual and energy healing path myself is because I noticed that, yeah, they would keep it up for a little bit. But it was never sustainable because it was all mind based. And I mean, our mind is just like the three to five percent, and it's all the other stuff is the subconscious, the emotional. Like you say, it's it's stuck in the body in the energy field. And so basically, what you do with the quantum enlightenment system is like you can you can see that visually where in the body something is stuck, or and then you you remove it, like you set the intention to clear it. No, so it- the body, the body is literally a computer. Hmm. We are probably the body is like
2: the most advanced computer in the world. And I cannot even tell you how amazed I am about how advanced this body is, right? How, how our, our computers are like the, the most advanced technology out there. Yeah. And nobody but, talks about it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We talked about it at, during our call, but it was just, it, it's just mind blowing. About, you know, when, when you really understand how the body works, and I don't think I'm ever going to understand fully how the body works, but I understand the most important part. And this is what the quantum enlightened system taught me that you can literally uninstall programs that are in your field and install new programs. It's mm-hmm. like a computer you uninstall the viruses, you remove the viruses, you Put a firewall up, you uninstall you know programs that you don't want anymore, you know, or
1: applications, whatever, and then you install that. new ones. Are the computer geeks, I should love this, yeah <laughs> now, okay, how do you do that? How can I remove my virus and install a new program? Well, I wouldn't say you have a virus or like, um or like a a program that's not well serving me,
2: yeah, so the limiting belief programs, right? Mm -hmm. All the thought process that you have coming up in your head, those are triggered from the body, right? From the cellular memory record. Um, And so the way it works is, number one, we find out I'm facilitating. I'm not telling you where it is. You're telling me where it is. But I put you in a space where you tell me and you connect to your body. And we go through these sessions where it's similar to the blueprint, uh, but actually in the quantum enlightenment system sessions. We are breaking the vows. We're removing these things. We're installing new things, and mainly, what I install is always high vibe programs. You know, the client who said the shop feeling bliss. We literally installed bliss programs during her sessions. It's it's all about what the person needs when they come. I see in the blueprint what they're holding, the programs that they're holding that are keeping them stuck or keeping them from up leveling into their next level. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people are coming because they,
1: they feel like they want to move forward, but they can't. It's like this invisible wall. Yeah. You've uh, all the things and somehow there's, there's something there you can't see, but something is holding you back. Yeah.
2: yeah. And then the emotions that are part of the life lessons, those are also held in the body. So once we remove all of those and implant new things, Mm-hmm. You're like this new person that's inviting more of your spirit into your physical being so that you can be this high vibrational being
1: mm-hmm. and live a life that you actually want. Yeah. The way that I like to um, envision it is like, you know, you're like um, like a faucet and we unclog the pipes, like, you know, like, so the water, which is your divine guidance, your high self, Christ consciousness coming through you so you can just be and that that's that's also for me like surrender right when surrender for me actually means that I can allow to come through me what's meant to come through me like you downloaded this quantum enlightenment system right That was meant to come through you you were the chosen one for that right and I have to say I love that you are like it wasn't me because we can be so this is mine right like but this is, you were chosen to bring this out into the world, right? And like, how beautiful is that? And I think I love the work that you do because it can help people like me and so many others, right? Um, to, yeah, be more of an open vessel to, to yeah, to kind of quicker, faster. Why we don't want to rush. It's still like a gentle process at the same time, right? To So we can serve humanity in the, in the, the way we're meant to be, right? And not hold that back.
2: Yeah. when it comes to surrender, you learn how to surrender when you go through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know how to explain this the proper way. So I'm going to try to say it and maybe you can.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> going to
2: mess <in> there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we all go through levels of change. There's different levels We're peeling the onion. What this work is meant to do is to obviously help you to get to as many levels and layers as possible because we go through the timelines. Once we shift the program in one timeline, the next time it's shifting the program in another timeline and it just moves through you and out of you. Mm -hmm. And I I think the surrender is being able to accept the shifts as they come. You know, because when you go through any type of healing work, you're always going to be having a lot of changes in your life because if this relationship was with you during one moment in your life because you needed to learn a lesson and then you learned your lesson and you break that vow to end this lesson, it could be that this relationship could be done also mm-hmm. because it's no longer serving you, yeah, and so being surrender surrendering and being in that state of flow and allowing that all the things that are meant to, you know, break apart and leave mm-hmm. is, is part of surrender. And it's, and it's a very important part of the healing journey. And mm-hmm. I think that the difference between accelerating your growth, it's not just, it's not not surrendering, mm-hmm. accelerating your growth and allowing yourself to be at a high vibrational uh, level. Um. Gives you the opportunity to. It's not to take control because you always have to do the work, right? If we mm-hmm. surrender and sit down and just expect things to fall in our lap, we're not doing any work. We're not. Yeah, yeah, no, that's. We
1: that have to take action. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So when you're taking action and accelerating your process and accelerating your growth, you're allowing the spirit to work through you mm. and then surrendering to whatever
1: comes through yeah. the healing work. Mm. No, I love that. And that's um, where human design, it, it's all about actually taking the action and knowing which is why, right. but we, yeah, we cannot sit on the couch all day and just like, okay, I'm living my purpose and let it come through me. I'm not going to do anything. Exactly. <laughs> that's not how it works. And by the way, I just wanted to share with the listeners, and we're not going to go into it into much depth, but you're also Manifesting Generator, the 6-3. So we have that, the manage gen in common. We usually like always like, oh, we click. So I love your message, Ellen. And I think it's so powerful. And I have to say for myself, right? Like I have been on this journey myself for quite some time of doing the inner work. and I have, I have to say, I've come a very far away. I've seen so many shifts. And I do feel like what you have to offer or what you bring, is like next level. Kind of thing, right? And it's it's very like, yeah, there is a way to quantum leap, but it's not the forced way because it can come from our mind where we're gonna be like, I need to go fast, I need to quantum leap. But it's like when I'm meant to quantum leap, it's gonna happen, and I'm surrendering to that. And that's when I may get in contact with somebody like you, and I'm getting goosebumps on my body right now. So me too. (laughs) That's like that's like the the we speak. I have had this so much in the last few months. Like anytime. I speak something that I think is very important. My body tingled, so mm-hmm. and honestly, I just got this clarity as I spoke because I I was asking you this question with a quantum leaping and like, but it's like if it's meant to if you are meant to quantum leap a little bit faster, it's gonna happen. Just like I think in nature, right? Like sometimes, like I think about a flower, you know, it, it's it's underground the sea for so long. We have to water it and da 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 da, and then. Once the, or even like a sprout, once it comes out, it's fast, right? Like all yep. a sudden it's like, boom, it's there. But then we have other things like a tree that will never go that fast. But then when the little leaves come out, that comes really fast, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I just... That's passed. true. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, no,
2: that's actually very true. And I'm really happy that you said it that way because it's... it. If people can see it the same way, you know, I'm envisioning the way you explained it. It's it's absolutely the case when a person is meant to quantum leap or, you know, mm-hmm. accelerate their growth, they will come to the right person for them to be able to get to that point. Yeah. And it's the same as the flower, right? Like they go through all these experiences, they have to wait and, and they can't quantum leap yet because they haven't had enough experiences to be able to get to To
1: that point, yeah, and then boom! All of a sudden, they're ready and they go. Yeah, because I have to be honest. Like I had like years ago when I was kind of still early on in my journey. I I saw some of these people that were doing this these kind of quantum need processes, and I was like, ah, yeah, well, whatever. This is I was judgy, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it's too good to be true, and it's not gonna happen for me and stuff like that. But listening to you today and where I'm at today, and I see like. I have done all these years of inner work and I have worked with my triggers. I have such a different perspective on that. And I have really spent a lot of time in my shadows, right? And I feel like there's a shift occurring. There's a shift where like, yeah, maybe at some point there's a quantum leap. But again, this can only happen out of flow, I feel. Just like you and I, we met, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share how we met. So just so people understand like what it means to go with the flow of life because we both have an in our chart a lot. I think I shared that with you before the call. Mm-hmm. We have three of those arrows pointing to the right. We're very flowy persons. We don't plan too much. And so I had this lady reach out to me from a podcast agency, I think, and I'm not listed there or anything. That's on my podcast. and like, hey, I just want to see if you want to have some guests on your podcast. I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? I always love to connect. And then she asked me, what are my topics? And of course it was like spirituality, woo-woo, and human desire, all these things, right? And then she sent me a list of people and I literally, I went with my Seiko and my gut feeling. And I think I had a list of seven, eight or something. And I picked three. You were one of them. Mm -hmm. Because when I read yours and I I saw yours, I was like, ooh, I want to know more. Right? So I (laughs) really went with that because I was like, I want to listen to this podcast episode myself. So (laughs) Like, I, I didn't look for it. I wasn't trying to make it happen. I didn't know what to expect. And and then yesterday, you actually offered me a session to experience it. And I have to say, it was an amazing experience for me. I was totally new to me, very intriguing. Like you said, I felt tired after, but I, I felt very light and something shift that I can feel it. I mean, it's just a day, right? Still in diapers. So, <laughs> still in diapers. I love it. <laughs> yeah, my little humor sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so but th- that's why i just want to share with everybody this like you know quantum leapening is not something we have to force or if it's meant to happen it's going to happen don't worry about it
2: right yes exactly exactly and that leads me to you know the the blueprint first of all during your session yesterday and you keep talking about surrender and i'm like yep that was in her chart that was in her chart <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very interesting because your sole mission is to bring that and you're doing it now to, to bring that to people. It's to bring this type of surrender aspect, going with the flow, teaching people how to do that, how to radiate and to be in full Christ consciousness and to exert that unconditional love. And it's funny how you mentioned judgment because, you know, we go into like these, these lessons are so amazing. I can't, I can't even, I could talk about these lessons forever. Like if you listen to my podcast, which is on YouTube as well.
1: What's the the name of your podcast, by the way? And I'm going to share it in the show notes.
2: It's a Blue Blood Wisdom. I'm actually going to be taking that down and I'm just going to leave it on YouTube. So it's all on YouTube. The YouTube link is also in your show notes, I believe.
1: Yeah, perfect. I'll share it.
2: Yeah. But I think, you know, honestly, if you look at judgment Forgiveness, all of these things, at a higher perspective, when you don't judge anymore yourself, other people, and your experiences, right? Because everything here is duality: gender, female, yeah, yeah. You know, male, you know, good, bad. All of it is in duality. If we don't judge anything, we're in that state of unconditional love. If we forgive ourselves, other people, the situations with that understanding of the spiritual truth that we spoke about earlier, Mm. we can get into that unconditional love. If you don't judge, right. And you forgive because you're no longer judging. All of that is so
1: powerful. That brings you into unconditional love. Can I say one thing about judgment? Mm -hmm. So like, we judge, right? We shoot I mean, too. I mean, seriously, <laughs> but I feel like what's the worst is that if we judge ourselves that we judge and then we perpetuate it. And I feel like, well, we judge either way, but if you can just let that move away, like little clouds, that's just being part of human and not give it power. Right. And like, all right, I'm going to let it go. I'm aware of it. How interesting. And I'm going to shift it. Right. So there's ha- a secret. Yeah. But it really, it's a really I wanna know interesting real.
2: thing. That happened to me, and I'm going to give you the secret that you can do because you're a computer and you can delete things, okay? Yeah. If it's, if it's immediate and it's not recorded into your cellular memory, which is immediate, you can delete. So here's what happens. Mm-hmm. If you, all of a sudden, get yourself in that situation where you're judging someone, mm-hmm. you could say, oh, delete. And you can literally envision
0: mm-hmm
2: that word or thing or statement or whatever it is that you just judged in a bubble and you delete it and then you just say something positive about it
1: i love that but it's that conscious choice in the moment we have to be really aware right kind of yep. detective i love that yeah because that's it's also really like with the gene keys and human design like it it, it, it makes all sense because it, it, what we resist persists, right? If, if I'm like, oh, I'm judging, I shouldn't do it. Then then it's not because we make it a bad thing. But I love how you're like, all right, I found the little virus. <laughs> I'm going to burst the bubble. I'm going to let it go. And I'm going to put something new there. So it's like, that's how the power we have with the mind, right? That's how we really use it. We are so powerful.
2: You have no idea. Do you know what I did one time? I got to tell you. Yeah. I saw... When I lived in New York, there was a spider on the inside, uh, but it was trapped, it was trapped. there's yep. nowhere to go,
1: yeah,
2: between the screen mm-hmm. and the and the and the window, yeah so and I saw it because I could see where it was, mm-hmm. and I looked at the spider and I was like, "Oh my God, I'm scared of the spider. I do not want to come next to it. I closed mm-hmm. you know I stayed away from the window. I think I closed the window at that time. I don't remember for sure, but I remember closing my eyes and literally deleting that spider out of my mind's eye. And when I opened my eyes, the spider was gone. I was completely shocked when that happened. I didn't even know that I could do that. I just, it's like, let me just see if I could just erase it. <laughs> so I never saw it, right? I never saw it. It was never here. Yeah. And it was literally not there. And I was surprised. I'm like, where the hell did it go? I looked everywhere for it. I went up and down the the that the, what is it called? The window. I opened the window. I started searching. It was not there. Wow. Yeah. And so I I can say for sure that this is the ultimate secret that if you catch it in the moment, erase it in your mind's eye because you literally have that power.
1: Well, and I like it. Something you. I like it. And I love it because I mean this is now human design nerd talk, but my May, my conscious sound, which is the most important energy in my chart is like 13, it's all about secrets. So Thank you for sharing a secret with me. So. Yeah, you're welcome. Beautiful. So yeah, to wrap this up, I could talk for you forever, apparently, because this is so intriguing for me. Um, so how can people reach out to you? How, do, how does it work when they want to work with you? What do what you have to offer? Or like different ways, like group, one-on-one, how does it work?
2: Right now the blueprint call is the gateway to getting into the quantum enlightenment system. The quantum enlightenment system is a six session program. It's one-on-one it's all very individualized to the person. So I don't do any groups. It's all one-on-one.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: And I only take a certain amount of clients a month because I want to make sure I have the right energy for everybody. And during my program, another reason is because I like to be very available. So I you know, I give them my phone number, they text me, they call me whenever they need it, something happens or they're going through a certain emotion that needs, yeah, you know, a little yeah. work. We, we get on a call right away or whatever it is. So I'm very available during the program. The sessions are done once a week. Um, I like to have it once a week so that they could see the shift quicker. Um, and then when it gets to the body, the vessel upgrade, um We actually take a little bit longer time in between sessions, so their body can recuperate and so they can have more energy and then we go into the uploading, so that's also probably a week apart.
1: It really depends. I tailor it to everybody my yeah, yeah. it's very but it's very supportive, very guided uh, mm-hmm. um, so where you're also there in between sessions if any guidance. I love that yeah,
2: yeah. and I'm not the healer i'm gonna say that. I don't like to take the credit for me healing the person. They are very much involved in the process. I don't just want to take my hands and, you know, I can do that. But I choose to make it a conscious thing with the person. I'm facilitating them. I'm exactly. allowing them yeah. to bring through it.
1: No, and honestly, I have to, because you used the word early on. And I, I think for all of us in a spiritual world, I think that's very important, right? Like we're just the facilitator yes for those exactly um, because that's so empowering if you make them an active role like because otherwise it's like oh she did it and i'm the victim or whatever right it's like <laughs> very, i feel like that's very empowering to actually like no you did it yourself i was just here helping you facilitate it so i, I love that exactly
2: yeah thank you
1: thank yeah, you yeah so I'll make sure I will drop the link to the blueprint call in the comments since that is, like you say, the gateway to, you know, if people want to decide to do the full program with you. I'm going to share your social media, how they can get in contact with you and your YouTube channel. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart this was just an amazing, enlightening conversation for me. Thank you.
2: Thank you. So I I loved it. And thank you so much for bringing so many qualities to this, to this interview. I loved it. I just want to say the blueprint call is complimentary and it's not you know no obligation to work with me in the future it's if it's something you feel called to do so I don't want anything to stop someone from
1: yeah and no thank you for adding that I think that's um that's an important piece of information I can highly recommend it I had my (laughs) hands today I think it was pretty amazing so thank you Ellen again and you listeners I hope you enjoyed this episode and I want to hear your biggest takeaways and I'm excited to be with you on the next episode
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.